My name's James Beatty. And I'm Sean Carroll. And welcome to the Rebuild Health and Fitness Podcast, where we help you build your health and fitness. All right, and welcome back to the Rebuild Health and Fitness Podcast. And today, which could be the shortest podcast that we do. I hope so, as long as you don't fucking waffle like you normally do. (laughs) (laughs) Which is quite fitting because the podcast is about time, but not in the philosophical sense of is time even real? Who came up with time? It's about creating time. It's about is time an excuse and how we can sort of alleviate that. Sean Carroll, how are you doing? I'm excellent, sir. I'm keen for this whirlwind podcast that you've been selling me. Well, I just reckon it well, already going. <laughs> I reckon it could be the quick one. To the point, we are in, you know, one of the excuses, and I don't always want to call it an excuse, is the fact that time, time is one of the biggest oh, factors. I think, you know, even, even myself, I've used excuse. Everyone's used excuse. I just don't have enough time. Like, it's so, so common, but quite often, like, when you break down this excuse, it often means that people are busy, but they're not productive. They're doing lots of other things that aren't really serving them. I think we're easily distracted, overstimulated, underrested, so it can give us the feelings and illusions of not having enough time. Yeah. So at the beginning, we'll just talk about time, I guess, and then we'll come near the end. We'll give you some tips and tricks that we've worked over the years that we can use to actually create a little bit more time in your day. But at the same time, Let's take the infl- I, I honestly, I hate the saying we all have 24 hours in the day. Yeah. Like it's such a shit thing to say. It's a very influencer thing. Like we've all got 24 hours. What are you doing with those 24 hours? You don't need to uh, shut up. What are you talking about? Yes, there is 24 hours in a day, but we do not have the same 24 hours. Yeah. Hun- like, oh, nearly said it. <laughs> nearly said it. <laughs> Completely agree. Um, yeah. Like everyone's got shit going on. Everyone's got different challenges that they face and to just paint it with the one brush, be like, hey, everyone's got the same amount of time to do this, like the most important things. You don't. I think where where people get, and we'll touch on this later, like where people really excel is when they're really good at prioritizing their time and they don't just like, you know, you have a plan and you stick to it. And I think when you, you know, you plan things out or keep like a, you know, a time diary of like what you actually did today, you find out that you do have a lot more time than what you think. But even when it comes to, say, you start work fairly early. A lot of people, you have to get up, you have to see to your kids in the morning Mm. and then you've got to commute to work and then you've got to work for eight to 10 hours. Then you've got to commute home and then you've got your kids to sort out. Like it is a hell of a lot more difficult for some people than it is for others. Yeah, there's like a lot of dead time for some people, right? Like, you know, those commute, commutes to work for some people like 45, yeah, 45 minutes to an hour yeah. like plus for some for some people. Some people can be like just around the corner. Mm. Again, that those people don't have to travel as far to work Yeah, have more time, Yeah, more that, time to do other things. And again, you know, you can argue that people when they do travel, use public transport can, you know, do productive things, but it depends what you're trying to yeah, day, really. and I suppose we're talking about creating time to exercise and look after yourself. Yeah. That's probably the pretense of today, Yeah, like creating time to exercise. Should have said that at the start. <laughs> Let's just say it now, we're only three minutes in. We'll go, right. So I think, yeah, we don't all have the same, but at the same time, it comes down to what we're actually trying to achieve. So yeah, 
I don't ever want to hear anyone saying we've got the same 24 hours because we don't have the same 24 hours. But at the same time, if it means enough to us and we want to do it, then we can create time to get it done. Yeah. Again, don't like we get it. You know, we get that, especially from parents. We hear this a lot. It's like, oh, you don't know what it's like, you know, kids and this and this. this. We've got kids. I get it. I get it that, you know, you can't always run on your own schedule when you've got kids. Shit pops up. But there's things that you can implement in your life to help mitigate the, these challenges and you're not always going to over, overcome them. But I think it's just having the under, have, yeah, again, having a plan in place that, you know, for the majority of the time you can deal with things better. And again, and we're probably people listening throughout there and going, yeah, you two decades that you work at a gym. And I get that we are lucky enough that we can walk in a gym and we can train and then we don't have to we can just get back on with our work um so i understand that but but still we've got shit to do busy people Um, the argument could also be made that you're coaching the classes is work time like well in saying that we don't really coach that much like (laughs) we do other things we probably run four businesses now got kids got other commitments outside of the gym, but like, you know, when you're working 50, 60 hour weeks, people only think that, oh, you own a gym, you must only coach classes. It's like, nah, I'm doing shit on Saturday, Sunday, not because I have to, but because I want to. I get a lot of the hours I do work. I could work, you know, 30 hour weeks and do bugger all, but you know, when we do, when we have what we have and we want to keep moving forward, then it's those, we need to find, essentially find more time in what we do. Yeah. And that's why planning things out. Like if you want to go from like, like, Level A to level or level C to level A because that sounds better, right? Being at level A than level D, like you have to you have to get better at stuff and or you have to get better at your time management. No one, no one who, again, no matter what job you have, you will never be successful, never live up to your true potential unless you prioritize your time. Yeah, and I think creating a routine becomes extremely important. Um, and one of the tips we'll talk around a little bit is like actually just scheduling your workouts like you schedule anything else. So I bet, you know, every day most people will take a shower. You know, they'll eat lunch, they'll eat the dinner, they'll go on social media, they'll watch telly, they'll connect with friends, which are all extremely important things. But training to some extent should be have the same level of importance. Yeah, absolutely. Like Parkinson's law. The amount of time you give to a task is the amount of time the task will t- take to complete. And some days that means you might have a 90 minute, minute training session you want to do or an hour training session you want to do, but things come up, calls take longer than they need to, kids have, you know, someone's having a daycare, got to pick them up. You might end up with 20 minutes mm. and it's just going, rather than throwing in the towel and spending that 20 minutes sitting on your phone, scrolling through social media, which so many people do, I mean, just doing something for 20 minutes, go for a walk, go for a little jog, yep. you know, do a little AMRAP of squats, push-ups, sit-ups. There's always something you can do, but you've got 20 minutes. And I guarantee you, if you commit to that 20-minute block and you do something and you finish it, you feel like a million bucks because yep. you set out to do something and you did it. You said you were going to work out and you did it. Yeah, Parkinson's Law is something that saved me so many times. 100%. I've even <laughs> got it with clients for, you know, at lunchtime, for example, when... I'm like, right, just once you've had your food, just go for a little walk. But I've only got 10 minutes. All right, walk for five minutes then, walk back for five. Yeah. There's 10 minutes then. Like you can make an excuse or you can just crack on with what you've got to do and you've got to say, yeah. And you can go hard within 10 minutes. I'll ruin people within 10 minutes. Yeah, the hardest workouts you'll ever do is two minutes, like two minutes or less. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's true. So Parkinson's Law is an absolute winner. If you are busy, it does just eliminate a lot of them excuses. Like I said before, you've got to schedule your workout. You've got to set, sort of make it, 
a non-negotiable. Yeah. And that's not saying you need to train five days a week or six days a week. That might be saying that you're just going to train twice a week consistently, three times a week consistently. But these are the slots um, that I train. And then I think you've got to then change your language and then make it solid. These are the times I train. Yeah. Not these are the times I'm going to try and train. As soon yeah. as you start saying, I'm going to go and try, these are the times. I've, you have to put a time to something. That's how habits are created. You put a time and a place to something. That's why gyms like ours are busy. There's a time and a place. Do you know what I mean? You kept sort of accountable. You're giving it something. It's not, for example, when I try and meditate, I go through the little phases. I go, I'll meditate, meditate today. If I don't put a time that I'm going to meditate, I'm never going to get it done. Yeah, I agree. And that's why, like, you know, people are like, oh, why are gyms so busy? Because people got to reserve the spot in the class got a reservation they have to be here at us at a certain time and i think just on the like scheduling and planning where people are most successful like with this and this is sort of moving into the the higher level side of things that you know i think it's really important for parents to implement especially because there is that sort of guilt for mothers to sort of leave their kids and go do something Mm. for themselves so i think when you plan your week rather than planning all the little jobs that you have to do for other people, you put in the things that you need to do for yourself first. So again, it can be quite overwhelming when you start planning your week and you go, I've got got to work from these hours, these hours, got to do the kid pick up, got to do the shopping, boom, 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 boom. Like I really have no time to train. But if you put your training in first and fit everything else around it, you feel way more accomplished because you know You've got your time scheduled in, and it is your time. There is no like negotiation around that. It's like mm. this is this is my time that I'm going to train, even if things eat into it a little bit. It's still your time. Yeah, it's a really great point, and we understand that it is hard. Like we're not saying that it's easy all the time, but you have to prioritize it because even when you do prioritize it, you're going to be better at all the other stuff anyway. You're not going to be mm. as stressed running around doing the laundry. You know, fucking laundry can wait. I mean, I've got. How much washing do some people have? Mate, you got, I just did 10 loads of washing. How? What? <laughs> like, um, Mate, you got to get one of them um, like washing fairies I got. I just like leave my sh- shit in a basket. <laughs> couple like couple days later, it's in my cupboard yeah. again. You see that Troy Kitty video? Yeah. About yeah. the magic table? He's like, I just, oh, it's yeah. so strange. He's like, let me show you. And he takes him to this table in the living room. And he's like, sometimes I just put shit all over this table. Like I really test the waters and every time I wake up in the morning, it's all gone. <laughs> it's everything's, everything's gone. I'll try to catch my fairy and I'll, I'll lend it to you. <laughs> um, yeah, non- non-negotiable workouts. And then I think it comes down to mastering efficient workouts. This podcast isn't about going to a gym or coming yeah. to our gym. Like master efficient workouts, the same as Parkinson's law. Like something is always better than nothing. Learn some programming. Speak to someone about what you can do in these short periods of time. If you only have half an hour, trust me, you can get an absolute ripper workout done in half an hour. Yeah, Google something. <laughs> Google 30-minute workout, 20-minute workout, and I guarantee, as long as you don't get stuck in a wormhole and like go through all of them, yeah. you can find a pretty good one pretty quick that you can just get stuck into with minimal or no equipment. Or yeah. reach out to us because we have online programming available. Uh, oh, okay. oh, here's a sponsorship today. So this <laughs> podcast is sponsored by Rebel Health and Fitness Online Programming. Well, since we're here, we'll speak about the fee again. If you like the show, <laughs> share it. Uh, it massive, massively helps. And I always like seeing them as well. And tag us too. Some people share it. Share our post, but don't tag us. It's not very. We, then we can't share it. The double share. <laughs> this is going to keep going. Um, we got time. We got time. Also, make it enjoyable. Sometimes find a community, find a gym. Like you said, yeah. sometimes you've got scheduling classes. You, you 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 know you keep 
you know, you you get a buddy or a friend that's going to sort of yeah. keep, keep you accountable. Make it fun because the last thing you want to do every single time is go into the garage and do something that absolutely sucks. Yeah. And there is value to that sometimes, but some people need like from a training perspective that can't you, – you will always train better with people just because everyone's naturally that little bit competitive and you go in a good environment. Like a, a good environment is hugely beneficial to your like training potential. Yeah. So if you've got a place you enjoy going, then – Again, goes back to like sort of scheduling in your workouts. Plan the time. Yeah, want to go and go, or eliminate your journey to make exercise convenient as well. Like if you are going to join a community, make sure that it is a gym that's pretty close yeah. to your house. Like we've had people from here that have tried staying with us and then moved quite far away, and eventually it has to stop. Yeah, like you don't want to commute. That you want gyms that are convenient. And on that as well, it might be the fact that you go to the gym and then straight to work, or from the work straight to the gym. So like. Pack your bag, you yeah. know, take your, take your trainers, take your work gear. Because as soon as, if you finish work and have to go home, the likelihood that is you're going to stay home. Well, you're just creating another like barrier for yeah. you. Like, yeah, again, like you said, pack your bag, be prepared, make make it e- as easy as possible for you. And then tell someone at work, you go into the gym. Because the next day they might have a conversation with you like, oh, how was the gym? You're not going to say very often, oh, I didn't go. I failed. I didn't, I didn't go. Sorry, I let you down. I didn't go to the, the gym. And then I think the big overarching thing for a lot of this is just, and this is where people fall down a lot, is that they, I, I, to be fair, even I struggle with it a little bit, is like they, you don't communicate what you're doing because you don't want to have that guilt. You don't want to put more stress on your partner necessarily. Mm. So you just don't communicate the fact that these are the times I'm training and nothing's getting in here. Yeah, this is it. So I think having that relationship with your partner that you can communicate, be honest, get your schedule in, make it very clear from the get go. Is yeah, it's going to be more beneficial. Yeah, beautiful. And I think um, even even if you think you're mega busy, like mega 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 busy, keep a time diary just for a day. Like every every sort of fifteen minutes half hour, write down what you've actually done. Like, I mean, I mean everything, like brushing teeth, breakfast, sat on phone for fucking three hours. Like, write it all down and then look at it. Take a, you know, sort of third lens view at it and if you looked at this, where would you find time to train? Yeah. I think once you become, again, it comes down to awareness. Once you're aware of your actual habits and your routine, you might real or you will realize you've got way more time than what you think. Average screen time is like six to eight hours a day. That's so much. Yeah. yeah. It's so much. <laughs> and even for these things you've got to do, you could probably habit stack loads of them together and create more time at yeah. the end of the day. But at the end of the day, you have to remember that these are your goals. You don't have to do any of this shit if you don't want to. But if your goal is to exercise, then you have to remember this is your goal. You want to become this person. So you actually have to put a little bit of effort in to get it done. Yeah. No one said it's going to be easy, but I think as we said numerous times, you've got to lean into this stuff. Fuck yeah. Like sometimes you've got to chase it. Like now we obviously have a lot of young parents here and they're probably at a time in their life where they are at their busiest, they're trying to get their careers going, they're, they're having parents, they may be really busy just in their career. But say even as kids get older, things probably will get that little bit easier. Do you know what I mean? So if you can do things in the tough times, then that makes the easier times easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, abso- yeah, absolutely. Like, again, you, you, you know, even in my own experiences, I thought, you know, as Leo transitions from a baby into it's like a, a toddler <laughs> to a kid headbutting walls all the time because he's angry, <laughs> that you, 
you'll be able to have more time, but it just means it's different challenges. Like now he's got like daycare, he's got swimming, gymnastics, all, all little shit coming up. And I don't think that's going to stop. No. Like, cause then they go to school, then they have sport on the weekends and yeah, it just, you just need to be able to adapt while still being able to prioritize your time for the things you want to do plus your other commitments. But I think that's the most important thing is always putting in your time first. Cause again, when you prioritize, when you prioritize yourself, everything else gets easier. You feel like you have better quality time to give to everyone else rather than everyone taking away from you. Love it. Clip it. <laughs> Ma- it sorry. Go on. What about the, like you said a few, quite a few podcasts ago about priorities, you can have three to five? No, that's just how I work my day. Like, is that what you mean? Like I'll task my day out to certain priorities. Oh, I thought it was overall. It was one we talked to Darius about. Like for people that feel like they're – like me, for example, I feel like I need to be in 10 places at once. I'm, I don't have kids, so that's like – You do have a career. Yeah, but then I don't have those extra things. So then it's like how do you prioritise that if, if people have a small business and children and like how do you pick which ones to prioritise? I don't – Well, you always prioritise yourself first, even if you have kids. You've got to look after yourself first and foremost because – got people that rely on you and then from there it goes what's most important to you like quite simply you just need to understand what you value most what is the highest level of priority and that might change from day to day or it might change from week to week but as long as you're prioritizing yourself first the other stuff will get easier because you're in a better place because you're looking after yourself and honestly it is that simple but there is challenges there because people feel selfish they feel guilty for prioritizing themselves Everyone who's ever adapted this mindset is a better person because they're fucking in a better place because they look after themselves. And probably one thing we didn't touch on earlier that I believe is very fitting is you need to stop snoozing your fucking alarms. Oh, don't. Oh, (laughs) my. Here we go. I didn't even put this in the show notes. I'm purely saying it looking right at Kate. No, (laughs) let's do this. (laughs) You'll never... Prove me wrong, you'll never be successful or live up to your full potential if you lose the first decision of the day all the all the time. Yeah. I, I this is our this is just our opinion, right? No, this is fact. But <laughs> I'm <laughs> fairly Prove me wrong. Look how much you just said you've been fifteen minutes late all week to everything. Like in terms of you feel fifteen minutes behind. Yeah, don't use me as an example. I'm a terrible <laughs> But set things up. I believe if, if you've got like ambitions or goals or anything you want to do and you're putting a snooze on stuff, you're just fucking putting a pause on it. Yeah. You're just putting a pause on it. You're not willing to just get up. When you're putting a pause on your day. You're yeah. slowing your day down. To, you're slowing your day down to not feel better. It's yeah. mind-blowing. No one has ever, and I'm, people might argue with this, I'm going to call bullshit on it, woke up from a big night's sleep, opened it up, gone, oh, it's five more minutes. Woke up five minutes later, gone, bloody hell, glad I had that. I'm fucking, I feel, you know, I'm lively. I'm kicking now. Bullshit. No, you're not, because that's not how sleep science works. No. No, no, you can, you will not feel better. You will not feel better. You'll just you, be more rushed. You won't feel more awake. Yeah, you'll just feel more rushed. It's like, oh, ha- but how do you get up when your alarm goes off? <laughs> I roll over and I get up. I, I can't get- stop myself. Like who I am when This is my not alarm just about you, Kate. <laughs> no, but I'm trying to give you insight into the other side. Oh, I get it. It would be nice to snooze your how alarm. How do I, on. yeah, how do but I you, change that like, mentality? But again, I'm not, naturally, I'm not a morning person. 
I've just trained myself over many years. I say to said to Sean before the conversation, I have one lie in a week. Right? Yeah. Jess has one on one weekend. She doesn't really lie in too long. And I have one on the other. I asked Sean. Sean gets up at like latest 5.30 every single day. That's his body clock. If on my lie-in, I will lie-in for as long as I can. Like if I if I can sleep to 8 o'clock, I'll sleep till 8 o'clock. Like my body naturally just wants to lie-in. When I was younger, I used to. I didn't get up early. And then eventually you just train yourself because you've got to get out of bed. If you've got work at 5 a.m., then you need to make sure that you're there, right? It depends on like, what's that priority? What are you getting up for? And yeah. if, I, if I'm asking you to be at a certain place at a certain time, will you get there for that time? Yeah, but I'll set five alarms to make sure it happens. But then it, it doesn't make any sense why you would set them alarms because you're not any better off. You're, ruined, you're, you're giving yourself less sleep for more added worse sleep. But I just feel like I just think I won't get out of bed if I only set one alarm. Then you need to just train yourself but to then get s- up. Set five alarms, but get out of bed on your first one. If you, if, as soon as my alarm goes off, like the worst thing, if you pick up your phone and check your phone when you're in bed, you've lost. Get out of bed. Like get out of bed. Put your alarm on the other side of the room that makes you have to go. Get an alarm clock. Put it on the other side of your, your bed. Do you know what I mean? On the other side of your bedroom. So you have to get out of bed to turn the alarm clock off. And if you get into bed. Yeah, you know what's been my undoing lately? I've been using a Google Home. And you just have to say, Google, turn the alarm off. And it turns the alarm off. And that's like, that doesn't even require sitting up. It's so, it's not helpful. Fuck Google. No, again, and the world's getting easier. Everything's getting easier. Don't make it easier. Make it harder, which I have got at the bottom here. So skipping a little bit, like head towards hard times, like make things difficult, like Go through some adversity, build some resilience in what you're doing. Like struggle for a little bit because those struggles get easier. We say it in workouts, everything gets harder before it gets a little bit easier. Yeah. Business, everything gets harder before it gets a little bit easier. And then shit just gets harder again. It's just a different hard. And this, uh, the next hard is that step ahead. Yeah. Imagine the feeling of accomplishment that you'll get when you're a one alarm person and you won't get bullied by me for being late all the time to our meetings. And not just Kate as well. <laughs> All you other people out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, di- don't disappoint me. All right, massively off. This is not going to be a quick podcast, is it? Parkinson's law isn't working. I think if you're going to start working out, pro- um, track your progress. Mm. Track what you were doing to some extent. Track how many rounds you got. Because then you- motivation is through progress. We love making progress. That's yeah. where we always say, you know, focus on performance and the training benefits of it. You know, it's going to allow you to handle stress better, which is going to allow you to work at a higher rate. It's going to allow you to be a better parent, a better partner. Like, and you can't tell me it, it won't because it just will. Yeah. Um, so tracking what you do, like at our gym, we track everything, every weight, every conditioning piece, every run, everything is tracked, becomes objective. And then we take people's mindsets from somewhere else rather than just going in and just sweating. Yeah. Again, that might be fine at the start, but if you want to keep this going long-term, you want to know that you are improving. And then just on all of these notes, a simply part that you need to fuck motivation off. Yeah. You need to get rid of it because it ain't coming. It's not coming at any single time. Like motivation is never there when you want it to be. It just isn't. Above you- all else, take action. And that means setting one alarm, keeping a time diary, planning out your week. Like that can be the f- literally the first, it's the first step. It's like, oh yeah, I really do need to improve my time. Okay, we'll write down what when you're going to train, when you're going to do your meal prep, when you're going to when you're going to go to bed. Write it down because then it's going to be 
in the forefront of your mind. And that is literally one of the most simple steps you can take, but it's also one of the best steps you can take. Things that get measured get managed. You dog. We got to do it. You said, Sean said it then, action, inspiration, motivation. It's the only way you can go that. And if you are motivated at some time, say if you're on your sofa now or you're listening to this and you're motivated, do something now about it. Like, because the amount of time, everyone goes to bed at night time, they're like, oh, tomorrow, oh, tomorrow, I'm going, the new diet started. I'm going to, I'm going to be traded. I'm going to do a hundred pushups when I wake up. I'm going to start the new business. You go to bed, wake up after your 19th alarm, you go, don't oh, have time to do oh, any pushups now. I'm not as motivated. <laughs> I'm not mo- as motivated as I was the day before. That's why motivation will never be there when you need it. So just never wait for it. Yeah. Get moving. Boom. That's all I've got. Overall, right, in fact, commit to yourself. That's what you need to do. How long did that take? 24 minutes, 52, 53, 54, Again, short and sweet. And hopefully you have took something from it. This is stuff, you know, we've got a combined 20 plus years dealing with people. Um, and there's a good correlation between people. There's a good correlation between the excuses people make and time being a factor. And time is a factor. But let's get rid of some of the things to make it less of a factor. We understand it's hard. We do have empathy and yeah, and compassion. But at times, it's like you got to ask yourself, you know, how much do you want it? Boom. Clip it. <laughs> you can't see him keep clip saying it. clip it. We don't <laughs> clip anything. He's just heard on a clip it. Who are you speaking it. to? <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. See you next week.